0: Welcome, everybody, to Moms Who Do It. I'm Ari. And I'm Jessica. And we're so excited to be back tonight. We are here with Katie. Katie is a mom of two children under two years old. So not only is she a mom, she's also a superhero. And we're super excited to have her with us and to hear about her life and how everything is going. So, Katie, welcome to the podcast
1: so much i'm so happy to be here you guys
0: awesome and we're gonna start with our icebreaker question is there anything you've googled recently in the context of being a mom yes
1: yeah, so just tonight i was googling how to get your child to poop in the toilet because <laughs> we <laughs> we are currently trying potty training for real because he's been super our our oldest has been super interested in the potty and he's used it many many times but only to pee and so we're trying to make them leap to using number two in the bathroom and we just can't seem to get that connection so we're trying like all of these ways to just be like poop in the toilet put the poop in the toilet he'll call us as soon as he's done pooping and he'll go hey mom dad poop -potty, poop potty and we're like yeah put the poo-poo in the potty. Like, that's oh the next... Yeah, so that's... <laughs> we've been Googling, how do we get him to poop in there? <laughs> that's amazing. Yes, that's
2: I hope great. you find some magical secrets there.
0: <laughs> I
1: hope so, too. I do.
2: <laughs> so you'll have to pass them to us because you're a little head of the curve. Thanks. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> right behind you. That's <laughs> amazing. So what's it, what's it like being... A mom of two under
1: two tell us all the secrets <laughs> <laughs> well um so far it has been really really wonderful because all of the things that people all of the good things that people tell you about how your heart just makes more space and you just fall in love all over again is just so true because it's really hard to imagine what that must feel like after being so in love and feeling such happiness and and joy like with your first child and being so obsessed with them and thinking to yourself well like how is this gonna happen again? Like I'm so obsessed with my first kid. Everything they do is amazing and they're look at their smile and they're so sweet and all these things. And you know you don't look at other people's kids and think those things. you're like well how's that gonna happen with like a second kid? And then it just does and it's amazing because they're so completely different and wonderful and you're you just completely open up just like the first time when you saw your first out come around so it's just been really really amazing in that aspect to just have it feel so natural like the amount of love you have like that just completely opens up so that's been really really cool um and then the, the harder part is that all of your discretionary time that you have earned and fought and scraped to get with your older child, you know, the, the once they go to bed at nine, you're free. Yeah, that's, it's gone. It's gone. It's dead. <laughs> yeah. um, you, you know, whatever, whatever, like I said, whatever you've scraped to earn with your toddlers, whether that's their solid nap, you know, that, that one, maybe two hours, you get, you know, in the middle of the day, or like I said, that after seven, eight, nine, whatever their bedtime is, and they don't, you know, get up until whatever time they get up in the morning, all of that is gone with newborn life because, <laughs> as you well know, they function like a, on a one to three hour schedule, and sometimes they don't stay in their crib for more than like fifteen minutes. So um, <laughs> you are you are cast into the 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 fire once more um, on top of just being exhausted from having you know your day with your toddler. So.
0: Oh my god! How do you manage that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh
2: my god! I'm like, I'm
0: tired just hearing that. Yeah, me oh.
2: too. I'm like,
0: okay. I thought I was tired, but I'm definitely not compared to that. Yeah,
1: seriously. Um, I will say that I have found it easier in some respects to go from uh, one to two kids than I did from zero to one kid. Yes, because. Yeah, you, you, you do remember because they're so close together, you know, I only did this with my older one, you know, what a year and a half ago, or, Mm -hmm. you know, tops a year, year and a half ago. Um, So you, you have like a lot of muscle memory for it in a way, like, you know, the, the changing the diaper every two to three hours, and it's constantly full with poop and pee and newborn diapers and things like that. So,
2: the toddler poop. (laughs)
1: yes yes so you have a lot of the muscle memory for you know the routine of going through like the newborn phase because it happens it didn't happen that much you know in in long ago and in time so you kind of like you pick up a lot of it a lot of it is a lot more intuitive there's a lot less um googling than the first time when you have a kid (laughs) and you're like you're like wait do they i feed them again right Okay. And then after that, like we do the diaper changes. Right. And what Wait, how do I put on the diaper again? You know, I don't even think about, um, 90% of my day with her. It just happens. You know, I look at her and I'm like, Hey, she's hungry. So I feed her, you know, um, whereas with my first, you know, I really tried to like, um, do things the you know the best way possible the schedule and the wake windows and you know all of these things that you know you're trying so hard to put in all of this effort and do it right whereas with her it's just like she'll be fine I know she's hungry I'll feed her you know I know when I feed her it's time to change her diaper I know when I've been holding her and she looks at me and she's starting to bat her eyes a little bit okay well she's probably tired let's try to put her down you know um whereas with my first there was just so much more um like thought that had to go into it because you don't know what it's like so you're building this routine from scratch and for most of us at least for me you know I had been around other people's toddlers around other people's little kids um, around a few babies that I've never taken care of a baby so I was starting from like zero I was starting from zero knowledge of like other than like yeah I've held a baby here or there so you know by the time you get to your second you just have so much of this groundwork Completely done already. That you are able to pick up um, a lot quicker than you did with your first. So that is a huge energy and time save that you didn't get with your first. Right. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, if if you're very, if you're fortunate enough to have, you know, a, a partner, they have that same experience, right? So my partner, for example, um, he's able to be like, you know, Dad 2.0 right there with me. So he's able to do things quicker, you know, he's able to take care of our toddler in the background while I'm taking care of her. And, you know, we can, we can kind of divide and conquer a little bit more. So. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. So how, how would you describe your own time management? (laughs) (laughs) Given all of those things? Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. So, so right now I'm on maternity leave. So it's definitely going to be a little bit different probably than when I go back to work because right now it's, you know, me doing the primary childcare at home, um, and taking care of them. So time management is really, it's built around my toddler's schedule. And then she just fits in around it because she's the, my newborn is, is, you know, her schedule is easier to be flexible. Whereas my toddler needs, a little bit more of the rigidity in his schedule, right? So he eats it at certain times. He's got to be in the high chair and then cleaned up, and then down for naps, and you know, independent free time and you know, play time in between. Whereas with her, you know, um, I can sit down and nurse her. I can do diaper changes. You know, those are usually fifteen to twenty minute tasks for me, um, and they happen just kind of as needed on demand. But in the meantime, I can just, you know, wear her while I take care of the toddler. So baby wearing has been a huge, huge,
2: <laughs> um, yeah.
1: like, time management skill because essentially, yeah. I, she can just nap on me and she's totally happy and totally content to just be strapped to me. Um, and I still have both use of two of my hands to like wrangle the toddler. Let's try to do something <laughs> So <laughs> that's, that's really helpful because he still needs you know he, he while he's able to do independent play as in you know he might be able to entertain himself with some of his toys he's not independent in that he can't take care of himself in a capacity right we're still doing diaper changes I still need to change his clothes if he gets food all over him I still need to you know wipe down his high chair serve him like you know a normal food uh, clean up after him get him in and out of his crib and things like that whereas with her you know She's tiny. She just wants to eat and sleep mostly. So it's much easier for her to be the um, the one that has more flexibility than, than he does at this moment. Especially because we're entering the terrible twos where he's starting to have so much more autonomy. Um, and I have to convince him to do things. Whereas with her, I'm just like, sorry, you're along for the ride. Good luck. You know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> how did um, the older one, how, does, how is he like taking having a little sister like can you tell if he's like how is he acting
1: yeah so he's we we tried to introduce the concept of a new baby coming in um before she arrived so we got him um a baby doll and we would yeah so we would talk that's to what him we did above. with
2: our dog before our baby <laughs>
1: <laughs> right so the
2: dog wouldn't eat the baby <laughs>
1: right so the dog would be like oh okay wait i've heard (laughs) them use the word baby before doll
2: sitting in our room and my husband's like why is there a baby doll in our room we're just like a couple with no kids like there's no kid here and i was like that's because we don't want the dog to like you know you have to get acclimated before it's smart
1: right Mm -hmm. well especially too i mean i would put like you know dogs and toddlers in the same category as far as this you just don't know how they're going to react right you don't know what's their reaction is gonna be like so it could be anything Mm -hmm. um so yeah we got him a baby doll beforehand and we would talk to him about the baby and we would have him practice you know like bring the baby why don't you try giving your milk to the baby you know so he would he would kind of engage with the baby here and there it was kind of like any other toy which is like sometimes he was interested in it and sometimes he was like i don't i don't care like literally couldn't (laughs) um so we kind of just did some light engagement. We didn't want to put too much pressure around it. Um, but so far he's been really good. I mean he's he's moderately interested. As in you know he definitely knows who baby is. He talks about baby all the time. Um, you know, but he's he doesn't really he doesn't really interact with her too much yet because I don't think he knows what to do with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's very pleasant he's very helpful he likes to bring her things to do he really likes to be involved so for example you know if i say hey i have to change the baby's diaper he's like oh change baby gets a new diaper change baby's diaper let's go to you know, baby room you <laughs> know he gets he gets excited because he understands what we're doing with her so you know because he's you know he still gets his diaper changed so he gets excited to kind of like participate with her yeah, um awesome. you know Yeah, so those are good. And then he's only really expressed frustrations when I'm pinned down. For example, like if I'm breastfeeding, um, you know, so I have to be just sitting in one spot and she could decide to breastfeed for five minutes. She could decide to breastfeed for like a half an hour. You just never know because sometimes they fall asleep, you know. (laughs) And so when I'm sitting there, you know, and he's, he gets, sometimes he gets frustrated because he wants me to get up and do things with him. He wants me to go play. He wants me to do you know engage with him and i'm kind of just sitting in a chair i could talk to him i can try to hand him a toy if it's within reach but other than that i can't really do much so sometimes he'll you know come up and we've got the little boppy and he'll try to grab the boppy and just say all done all done mama mama you're all done now and i'm like no i'm, I'm not i wish i was trust me but i'm not so you we gotta wait we got it and i try to have to convince him to be patient and you know we have to feed the baby still and she's not done yet and you know he just like I said sometimes he'll just be like no 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 you're all done now and I'm like
2: no that's not how that works
1: (laughs) yeah so he's just you can tell he gets he gets a little frustrated here and there but it only seems to be when like those moments that I'm breastfeeding because like I said I can't I can't do anything just sitting in a chair right
2: no that makes sense he's probably like why is mommy not paying attention to me That's,
1: right you know. exactly like i never i've never just sat in a chair before and told him right. no i'm always you know always able to get up and grab a toy or read that book or do this thing i can't you know i don't say i don't say no to him for right. almost any other reason so right that because that to me
2: the reason why i asked was like it seems like to me that the, the hardest thing would be probably for the other child like why is the attention not on me anymore who is this other child coming like you know as at <laughs> under two years old it's like what is happening but they're also so young that like you know I feel I don't know I always I think the bond between people like my best friend um, from growing up her brother and her like I think they were two under two and like they're very close so I think it's, it, it really is like a beautiful thing in the future. It might be hard now, or it, it, I'm sure it's difficult sometimes, but I think it's really nice that, you know, the age gap is so close that they have like a best friend forever, it's crazy. So.
1: That's, that's I couldn't agree any more. That was, you know, our big concept that we've tried to, you know, by by, I'm, I'm two years younger than my brother. My brother's two years younger than my sister similar with my husband's family he's um, only a year younger than his sister but that's because he was born pretty prematurely Um, and then he his sister I think is maybe two or three years younger than his brother so they're all pretty close in age as well so you know we when we talked about having kids we were both on the same page that we wanted to have our kids pretty close in age because I feel like you just get to experience so many life events around similar times that they you end do. up sharing so much, you have so much more in common. You're not, you know, you don't. I, I think that you don't fall into the traps of an older sibling, an older sibling getting parentified, um, where you they end up taking care of their younger siblings in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, you just get to be kids together because you're, you, you're so little time between the two of you. Right. Um, so that's, I think, some of the bonuses of having kids so close in age. 100
2: percent, and you get to like not forget what you were just doing and just keep going. (laughs) Keep plugging. Right.
1: (laughs) Right. I, I have a friend of mine right now whose son is six and, um, she's considering having another one. And one of the things that she was, yeah. And she, she's, she's just considering it. She's not really sure. She's kind of split on whether she wants to or not. But one of the things that she was talking about with me, she's like, I forget how to do all these baby things. Like I, I haven't held a baby since my son, since my own son, you know, so I, I haven't held a baby in five years, six years, you know, yeah. whatever it's been. She's like, I'm, I don't, I'm going to have to like Google things again. I'm going to have to be reading those books again and taking <laughs> those intro classes and, you know, trying to figure things out. I mean, I, I think if any of us had a skill that you didn't use in six years, it would be probably pretty rusty. Right. Yeah. No, it, it's really like
2: a, it's, it makes sense um if you can do it it makes sense you know yeah um so it definitely takes a strong person
1: yeah and it's there's a lot of pieces that have to yeah a lot of pieces (laughs) that have to come together because I mean like I said the things that are helpful are like you know a really supportive partner and you know there's the whether you use daycares or nannies or or you know, um, family members or things like that. There's like, you know, the childcare considerations because Mm -hmm. the most expensive childcare is when they're young and now you have two kids that are young, you know, um, with, yeah. I mean, we all know that the cost of daycare is the most expensive when they're infants and it gets a little cheaper as things go up. But, you know, you now you have two kids that are really young, both potentially needing childcare, really expensive. So, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. For two kids, that'd be, that'd be like a whole salary. Yeah. <laughs> whole salary.
1: Yeah. It's, I, we, we've done the math. It's, it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fun at all. And, you know, but the thing we, we think about it as we're like, well, if we can afford it, you know, which uh, we've made those considerations before, but like, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to be paying all this money out and things like that but over time you know you do get to stop paying out so much money and eventually they go into school and you pretty much stop paying altogether. you have you know little after school cares or summer camps or things to consider but you know college yeah right (laughs) and i'm like then we have to stockpile all that money we're saving for their future education so really the expenses just never go away
2: (laughs) no the minute they're born that's it yeah yep Yep. so true (laughs) Everything's so expensive nowadays. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so, Katie, how do
0: you have any time for yourself as Katie? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right now, I no, no, don't. No, we that's the truth. It. It's,
2: do you have any time? Yeah, right. Sorry,
1: do you? <laughs> <laughs> Truthfully, no, I do not. Um, that <laughs> that is the truth. Yeah, but that's you know, I think that's for now. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, because the I, there, yeah, the newborn phase. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you have one kid, two kids, four kids, etc. Yeah. You know, the newborn phase is just so, um, Non-stop. all, yeah, it's so constant. It's so all-consuming. You know, there are tons of people I'm sure out there who have different newborn experiences, right? Newborns who sleep, you know, really generous amounts or newborns who are just like really happy all the time, right? Those like little Instagram (laughs) babies you see that are so cute and they just like exist in this bubble of cuteness. Yeah. And like you couldn't imagine like them screaming at their mom's face like for three hours, right? (laughs) But the reality for most of us is that we do have newborns that like they're not great sleepers, right? And sometimes they can be fed with clean diapers, and they're burped, and they're they've slept well, and they've had a wonderful day, and they're still going to spend two hours screaming at you. It's just, <laughs> it's going to happen, right? So, right now, you know, the cycle is it's unpredictable. There's there's very little sleep involved for both for both of us, you know. Um, and I really don't even think that she's that difficult of a baby. I think I'm it's she's actually been a little bit easier than my first. I think partially because you know I'm not so new at this and also because she just has a different personality she has different needs um, so right now you know the answer is, is none it's it's pretty much um, whatever time my, my husband is willing to take from his pile then I get a little bit
0: yeah but that's good I mean and it's just temporary as soon as you're past that newborn stage it'll get a little yeah. <laughs> a little more I don't know even with the time and, and things like that so yeah I don't think I slept for four months like
2: <laughs> four I'm certainly still not sleeping because I just asked you the same question twice and I didn't even remember but now I remember it was the poop to get into the toilet yes. so yes, I remember mm-hmm. but right. I'm, I'm also very like sidetracked because my daughter is literally screaming in the other room kind of at <laughs> time. So. um but yeah, no, I think it's super interesting. And it's really I've always, you know, I like hear people have 202 and I've seen mom's two hundred two, but I've never like gone in depth with somebody about how it feels. So I think it's really like interesting and listeners who are pregnant with, you know, their two under two second child, or if people are thinking about it. I think it's like really, really interesting everything you're saying. And it doesn't Seem as scary when you talk about it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you you make it. You're very calming. Yeah, really. (laughs) Like driving a car, just like oh yeah, yeah, no big deal. Because
2: I'd be like, help!
0: (laughs) I would need a full time staff. Yeah,
2: seriously, help!
1: Honestly, I I could honestly say that I think part of the reason that I'm not pulling my hair out every day is because I I really really cannot like sing the praises of my husband enough. He is such. A Mr. Mom, you know, yeah, he, he really is. (laughs) is He's just, he is the best. He's, he's just, you know, there, there are lots of stereotypes out there and there are lots of boxes that people fit into. And, you know, a lot of the boxes that, that some people, that some partners fall into are just like, not exactly the most attentive or, or helpful with the household or things like that, Or, or, you know, the, the, the trope of the clueless dad or things like that. And, you know, Mine happens to be just a really, really well-rounded, uh, really big contributor to the household. Even before we had kids, you know, he's always been the person in there doing dishes or cooking. Um, and then so that translated really, really well to child care when we have, you know, kids. He's He's got a much higher standard of living than I do, which really benefits me as a mom because <laughs> I am happy to like, whatever, I'll get to it tomorrow. And he's like, no, 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 no this needs to be clean. I'm like, go for it. It's all you, you know? Um, so Perfect. that's really, really helpful, you know, but um, I think that, that establishing those conversations pre kids and especially like working on your routines with um, your partner, if, if you have one um, before having that second kid under two is going to be monumental because I frankly could not do this without him. Um, I would be a, an actual zombie. The only reason I'm a, even a, a semi-functional human being is because of all the support I get from him. What, like I said, whatever free time I get, whatever um, break I get, whatever moment of peace that I get is because he is pouring into my cup and not taking it from it. Yeah, that's awesome.
2: That's yeah. awesome. That's very inspiring. <laughs>
1: it
2: is. It's definitely a two-person job.
1: It truly is. It it I I honestly I I look back at the moms of the generations previous from us who did it very very differently or I guess had circumstances in their lives where it was more like um where they were more likely to have done it differently like my own mother who's you know, was a stay-at-home mom, but, like, she just did it all on her own. My dad went off to work. It was a very traditional relationship, and he came home, and, like, dinner was ready, and he relaxed for the rest of the evening, and, like, on weekends, dad would hang out with us, and, like, that was it, you know, yeah. because that's, that's a much more, like, traditional setting and role, and I look at my mom, and I'm like, you know, because she had four kids, or I'm sorry, three kids under four, right? Because oh we were God. all born two, two, oh. two. Yeah. Wow. And I'm like, and she did it by herself, you know? Oh, no,
2: that's so crazy. And,
1: um, I know. I'm like, and how did, how was she sane? How did we have like food on the table? Yeah. How did we, you know, she how did say? we. Did you the- ask her? <laughs> I want to
2: know. <laughs> did she just never I sleep have. ever?
1: <laughs> she, I, I totally understand. I never, I never ever understood people who are like, oh, I got like five or six hours of sleep last night, I'm fine, I can totally function on that. And I'm like, how, how? That's disgusting. Why, why are you trying to function like that? And now I get anywhere between like five or six hours of sleep on any given night. That's and it's broken time. up and it's weird. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, not all at the same time. It's yeah. usually in like one to three hour chunks if I'm lucky yeah. right now. Oh, but
2: I'm so sorry. <laughs> thank you for being here when you have to do that. Yeah, thank you oh, it's fun.
1: fine. <laughs> Of course, no. It's important because you know the truth is, is you made it before you can make it again. You know, like I said, most of us who are who are considering having two under two, you know, you you didn't have that like perfect sleeper. Um, they got better as they got older, but at the beginning, you know, it's it's some pretty yeah. strong hellfire. It's it's hard. It's really really hard to get through. <laughs>
2: Literal
0: torture.
1: It is. It I is. mean, I. I say it all the time, like, you know, when they train Navy SEALs during Hell Week, they put them under sleep deprivation and they say it's like the worst human torture you can go through. And I'm like, great. So every new mom, every new mom is basically yeah. a trained Navy SEAL. Literally. Um, <laughs> well, Ari Because literally. we have the same condition. See, exactly. And that's like, like it's...
0: why I hallucinated. Like, because you hallucinate. Because you're- Yes. Your brain can't function anymore at a
1: certain point. Yeah, I I have not spoken to a single mom who has not, like, had an auditory hallucination where they hear the baby crying and they wake up panicking and the baby is not crying, right? <laughs> or they, like, roll over in the bed and even though they've never slept with their baby once, they're like, oh my god, I'm holding the baby and I just rolled over on the baby. 100%. You know, because you're... Yeah, you hallucinate that you're holding the baby. You you yeah. hear the baby even when, you know, they're not even in the same room with you sometimes, you know? <laughs> and it's it's wild. It's because your brain is, like, deprived of every <laughs> single cognitive function that it has left, and it's firing on one cylinder, and it's just doing the <laughs> best it can.
0: Oh, I just came out of that phase, and I just don't miss it at all. Like, I'm so <laughs> honest with every potential mom or current mom that as, that I talked to I'm like no it was hell like, <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to sugarcoat it <laughs> like,
1: I'm pretty sure within the first week after after having you know our baby girl I I asked myself why did we do this what was <laughs> I'm sorry why oh, why do we think this was a good
2: idea rough
1: yeah rough. it's just because you come into a rude awakening like I said so the way I think about it is you know um We've worked so hard with our toddler to get to such a comfortable routine and a comfortable space. You know, everybody's different with where they're at with their toddlers at different stages and things like that. But for us, you're in a really good spot. You know, he goes to bed at eight o'clock. He doesn't wake up till seven o'clock the next morning. He doesn't need us in the middle of the night at all. We worked, we did, we worked really hard with sleep training. So we get a solid chunk from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. of true kid-free time. And that has been that way for probably almost, you know, nine months at this point, um, if not a little bit longer. And so, you know, we got really, really used to having this time, having the ability to sleep or get in, you know, a movie, a few hours of just like, you know, doing whatever I wanted to do. with no kid, no anything. And, and knowing that, you know, he's not going to wake up any second. So you don't have that like back of the mind, like anxiety that like, you know, he's going to wake up. Um, and so all of that, all of that, that you work towards is, you know, when you introduce your newborn is, is just poof, it's gone. You know, it doesn't exist. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's going to take me another, probably six months to a year to work back up to that spot of, you know, truly, having genuine time that is carved out just for me if I want
0: yeah but you'll get there
1: yeah that's just a matter of
2: in 20 years <laughs> when they go to college <laughs> well because my mom I always it was funny my mom said the other day I said to her like when do you stop worrying about like everything with your kids she goes honestly you're like almost 30 and I still worry so I'll let you know <laughs> and I'm like yikes I'm like that's <laughs>
1: I totally understand my my so I'm I'm the last born child from from my mother and she's always said oh you're you'll always be my baby you're my baby you know and I'm like okay mom right okay sure and I'm like oh okay yep no I get it I totally get it and my kids aren't even grow up up, and I'm like yeah no I will forever forever see them as my babies you know um it's gonna you know yeah, I don't care if he's going to be, you know, a grown ass man with a, you know, a balding head and a thick beard. I'm probably, I'm still going to look at my little baby and be like, yep, I can still remember wiping (laughs) your butt and rocking you to sleep and, you know, teaching you words and all these things. And I totally get it now. I totally get it.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, down the road, one day the house will be empty and, you know, now it's hard. Some nights are difficult and, you know, there's just mayhem or whatever it is but then down the road it's like you're gonna miss we're gonna i always tell myself i'm like i'm gonna miss this i'm gonna miss this yeah <laughs> like i might not miss it right now but i will miss it eventually <laughs>
1: Yeah. absolutely i i think i saw somebody put it very poignantly where um they said that you know you, you're never you never know until it's already gone when something is going to be your last and so when it's going to be that last time you rock them to sleep versus just putting them in their bed or where they, yeah. where they just get into bed on their own or that last time they run up to you and just give you, you know, a big hug and, you know, call you mama instead of mom, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, and there's there's going to be all these lasts um, that you don't know are coming, but they're coming for you regardless. And so yeah. just just enjoy them. Just really yeah. just sit here and say to yourself, like, you know, this might be the last toddler tantrum I ever see or it might not be. <laughs> but believe it or not, I'm probably still going to miss even the toddler <laughs> tantrum because, you know, one day they're, they're not even going to be here. They're going to be off doing their own thing. And I'm going to miss, you know, the fact that they were, you know, throwing their toys.
2: They don't call <laughs> me anymore. <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> um, well, I guess that was kind of what I was, cause my, my, usually how we end. is Usually I ask the guests, you know, what is, um, one piece of wisdom they would like all the other moms to hear, um, you know, regarding motherhood or, um, just for you being a mom two under two what's your what are your words of wisdom for everybody out there uh that you would want us to know
1: i would would say but yeah (laughs) yeah no i would i would say that it's um it's it's Truly, like I, I I mentioned a little bit earlier on the podcast, but I, I definitely want to reiterate it because I think it is so important. It's truly just such an expansion of the the love and the caring and and the kindness and compassion that like you can feel as a human being, um, in a way that like I said, I never really thought I would feel again after having our first. It's just like this huge shift and in your entire world. And it very much becomes, you know, before kids and after kids. And you think to yourself, well, you know, I already have a child, I already know this experience. Um, but you really do get to experience it all over again with somehow fresh eyes, a fresh heart, fresh love, all of these amazing things um, when when you have that second child. And I think especially because it's so close um, because it's still so, so new and so fresh and so wonderful of, of being, uh, you know, a mom to very young kids. So I would say that, you know, so many people will tell you how hard it can be and how you'll want to pull your hair out and the long nights and it's exhausting and, it, you know, you you, you don't see a lot of return of your investment for a lot of time. And they'll warn you of all of the the negative and hard things that you'll go through. But I think very few people take the time to point out the the beauty and the magic, of just the love that is there of um, baby snuggles and having both of your kids want to crawl up in your lap at the same time. And the fact that you're big enough to like hold both of them because they're both still so tiny. Um, you know, those those moments are really, really amazing and magical. So there's, there's so much good to it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, well, that was awesome. I really appreciate I mean, totally eye-opening for me because, you know, you're right. I usually hear like the negative It's so hard and blah, 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 but um, no, you seem to be rocking it. And it sounds, yeah. so the way you make it sound, sounds good. So um, <laughs> I really, really, really appreciate you taking the time, your, your precious time. Yeah. Thank um, you <laughs> uh, for speaking with us. And um, yeah, it was awesome. Thank you so, so much.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. I hope you find sleep.
2: Yeah, me too.
1: (laughs) Thank you both. I'm. I'm. I am definitely going to go and crash immediately.
2: Yes, please do. Get get, get your hour in, please. (laughs) (laughs) I will. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.